0: Welcome back to another episode of Extra Credit, a weekly podcast from the National Association of Credit Management, where you can expect to hear from different credit professionals each Friday. We'll help you stay informed about the latest in the B2B credit world. My name is Anna Caroline Caruso, NACM's Editor-in-Chief. Now let's dive into this week's top stories. First, we're taking a look at how credit professionals are no stranger to metrics as a way to track and measure staff efficiency. But what you do with the findings of those metrics is as important as the metrics themselves. Several credit leaders chose to use those results as a way to motivate their staff. Ty Knox is the Director of Credit and Risk at FCO Corporation. Knox puts meaning behind metrics results with cold, hard cash.
1: We do a weekly meeting and we basically have a scoreboard up with all the metrics. And we update it every month so you can see if you're winning or you're losing. Are you meeting the objectives or are you Are you behind? And if you're behind, then what do we need to do to get that to objective or was the objective not uh, reasonable or do we need to reevaluate the objectives?
0: Knox tracks his credit department using percent current, cash application, electronic payments and some tasks not directly related to collections. The results then determine a biannual bonus for both individuals and the team.
1: Um, we do it both at the individual level and then we do it at the team level. So everyone is trying to drive their own individual results up for a better compensation package. But at the end of the day, um, we're all contributing to a team bonus as well. Uh, so that's uh, that kind of keeps – people will help each other if they think that they're going to have a, a direct benefit of helping their coworker achieve their goals as well. And it's not a lot of money, guys. Um, I, I have a department of ten, and I think it's it's uh, it's uh, comes out to about a thousand dollars a head, and it's cheaper than hiring another body, right? I, I said it's you know it's I got a team of ten. It's you're talking ten thousand dollars twice a year. You can't hire someone for twenty thousand. And you can get results like you had an extra body or two
0: while money is a major incentive for individuals the privilege to work remote has become equally as important to employees in recent years cody christensen is a credit manager at waxy enterprises he tracks four metrics for each individual and awards the ability to work from home accordingly the four metrics he tracks include dso average days to pay beyond terms percent over 60 days and the Collection Effectiveness Index.
1: I guess the first thing we do is measure their output or their contributions and efforts. So that captures how many accounts they work. Um, It also captures how many accounts they work that are not under their name. If they meet all four categories, they could work from home all four weeks, but they only meet two of the categories. They could only work from home for two weeks. Um, But we do do a one-on-one with them at the end of each month and go over um, each one in detail.
0: Check out the full story in the most recent e-news written by editorial associate Alex Gote. Also happening this week, businesses continue to search for strategies to avoid shipping delays as supply chain disruptions rock the global trade world. But many companies that turn to air freight as a way to speed up delivery are now returning to ocean transport. Air freight was elevated during the height of supply disruptions because it cut down delivery times. But global ocean vessel reliability improved in June for the first time since the start of the pandemic. Ocean freight volumes grew 11 percent in quarter two as air transport volumes decreased. Air freight speeds up delivery, but it comes at a high cost. Air freight is the most expensive way to ship goods. Philip Poland is an international trade attorney for Nexus LLP. He says although some ocean congestion is easing, he expects exporters may still need air freight as a backup.
1: So on the Air Express side, things are starting to s- like normalize, right? Like I think consumer spending must be down. So therefore things have started to normalize where it was like really crazy for a while. Um, the problem with the supply chain is that there's still massive backlogs. And so although it's getting better, right, like the issues with the ocean freight and the containers and everything's getting better. But I think until companies can actually get their products, they're going to continue to do air as a backup.
0: You can read the full story in e-news written by editorial associate Kendall Payton. That's all for this week's episode of Extra Credit. We'll be back next Friday. But until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn.